0: Welcome to the Expedition Marriage Podcast. We're so glad you're here. I'm Chris.
1: And I'm Jamie Bailey. And we're Christian counselors and marriage coaches.
0: We're here to help you put God in the center of your marriage by sharing some solid biblical truth along with some practical marriage tips.
1: So no matter where you're at in your marriage, start getting excited because we're here to help you
0: enjoy the journey. Well, welcome to another episode. We are so glad that you've joined us today. We really have some good stuff to talk about, but before we get to that, we really want to just, just thank you for giving us just some reviews and ratings, and we actually just found out last night that we are number 81 in <laughs> Austria's Religious and Spiritual Charts, so we'll, we'll you take know? it. <laughs> Right. We, we've hit the top 100 over in Austria, so our, our <laughs> listeners in Austria, we really appreciate we appreciate all of our listeners, really.
1: <laughs> but especially the ones in Austria. That's so fabulous. No, but I have one I want to share with you um, here. It's from Busayakin. She says, be ready to take notes. I find myself hitting notes every time I hear Chris and Jamie. They truly have hearts to help marriages and families thrive, and their tips are biblically based while being practical. That is so that's true. So that's what nice. we we aim for. I don't mean to say that's so true. We are. <laughs> we're so great. Thank yeah, you. You hit it on the head. Right?
0: No, <laughs> no, it was so nice. That was so crazy. Yes, to hear. and that is that, our what you're goal. From. We
1: want to give you practical application, practical tips, and we want it to be biblically sound because mm-hmm. that's what we're all about. And we are here to help your marriage and your family thrive. So yeah. we appreciate that. So if you would leave us a review today, we would love that too. And yours might be one that we read next. You but don't we, know. we truly appreciate it. That's a way you can help us. Help marriages,
0: absolutely, yeah. You could be part of us helping spread the joy of marriages or enjoying our journey, right? Okay, so yeah, that's that's fantastic. And, uh,
1: and now let's talk about
0: flaws. <laughs> no, let's we'll talk about flaws because today we're actually, Tom, um, talking about help. My spouse's flaws drive me nuts, uh, which you know we know it's probably isolated to just us. Maybe a couple other couples <laughs> might not really, pr- pertain, yeah. I don't think so, baby. <laughs> pertain to that many people. Yeah, you know. And here's the funny part, right? When you would you are dating and you're trying there's so many things that attract us to to people and oh they're so calm and or or look at the, how passionate they are and all these kind of things and then we get married and you know a couple years in it's like oh that's so annoying yeah why do you do that that calm way is
1: you don't care about anything why don't you care about don't anything? you have any
0: passion at all
1: yes that is so true that is such a great point i think it happens to all of us yeah Yeah, because our perspectives begin to change over time. But, you know, being married, we all have flaws. Mm -hmm. We tend not to notice our own. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, you have flaws, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You have flaws. But it's so easy. Like our spouse's flaws are glaringly obvious. Mm -hmm. You know, this is somebody we're around all the time and we're exposed to these things all the time and so it's really easy to see the flaws in our spouse and there's some things like you joke about not having any flaws but how how about we talk about some of these today you want to talk about some of these and what's funny is i asked chris before this podcast and i said are there things about me that that bother you he, re- <laughs> <laughs> he refused to answer until now so said- now is when i get to ask he said save that question for the podcast yes.
0: I- I feel like this is this is a setup, um, this, <laughs> and you
1: need witnesses. Yeah, if, this,
0: if this is really for the podcast, why why don't we go ahead and save it for the podcast? I'll be more self
1: controlled when there are people listening.
0: <laughs> you know, just more. One of the worst things, you know, it's like, you know, like, hey, honey, I am for the podcast. <laughs> I've, I've wanted you to know. They're just, just kind of like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, we'll, we'll talk about real, it for the podcast.
1: There are clearly things that bother you about me. Now, I'll be honest, it's not, don't laugh that hard. Well, no, just, just
0: the way you said that, look, there's clearly things that bother no, you. No, there, yeah. there are. There are But things, you yes. are a
1: harder read because I can ask that question. I think I have some ideas. Okay. But because you were so kind and so patient and all of that, like it really is hard to tell when you're bothered by me, but it's very easy to tell when I'm bothered by you. Well, you're more
0: passionate and yes. you know, and see actually that's one of those things and I might be skipping ahead, but that's okay. Um, it's it's one of those things that I used to see uh, as a flaw right this passionate cuz you know being a pleaser <laughs> okay if you've been, been listening to us for any time period, you know that I'm a recovering pleaser. Um, My name is Chris. Hi, Chris. And um, and I love that joke. Okay, so anyway, um, as far as you know, you're getting being passionate was a usually a trigger for me. Going, you know, oh, you know that she's she's mad at me and all that. Well, actually, here's the beautiful part about that. I now realize. Look, if you're mad at me. You're going to let me know you're mad at me. Yes, because I'm very clear with that. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, are, are you a little more passionate and let me know that something bothers you?
1: So, for yeah. the listeners, baby, mm-hmm. explain passionate. Oh. Explain what you're <laughs> meaning by passionate.
0: Passionate is the term that, um, or I guess the euphemism <laughs> that, we, <laughs> that we use to explain <laughs> or to describe Jamie's uh, anger <laughs> or frustration. Levels. It's of, not really you
1: know, anger anymore. Right, yeah. But you're right because I am, I'm quicker to react. Mm-hmm. I'm a pretty reactive person by nature. And I think my history has shaped some of that. And that's one of the things I am forever and a day working on. But right. In, in fairness, what you're talking about is what you've learned is all of my quick responses or my big reactions, they're not all aimed at you. Right. Where y- there used to be a day where you would take them all personally. Mm-hmm. And if I was upset, it 100% of the time meant you did something wrong. Right. And that wasn't the case. And that would like spiral us out of, oh, out yeah, of control. Oh, no,
0: and that, yeah. And that's a common problem. That's why I, I kind of brought that up. But not to not So are to- my
1: reactions one of my flaws? Is yeah. that what we're getting at here?
0: Yeah. But, but, yeah you know <laughs> It's Why, fair. You it's have totally some fair. ideas. Why don't you list your ideas?
1: <laughs> no, you're not getting out <laughs> of this, Mr. Pleaser. This is so hard for him. If
0: they're, if they're right or not. No, I mean, you know, you're mm-hmm. so there's you can, you can be a little short and <laughs> yeah. you can be a little a little snippy.
1: Yes, that is true. That's, That's part is of that true. passion. Yeah. Any other traits that I do other than than that? Like <laughs> are there things that annoy me? Because I'll give you one of yours. Okay. And I and I think you'll know one of this. You are slower than Mm -hmm. I would like. There are often times where we're getting ready for bed or winding down. I'm in the bed. I'm all done. Done my whole routine. And he's just like standing. You're just standing in the room. I'm like, what are you doing? Get ready for bed. He's just like the stander. And that will drive me nuts. And what's funny is I think in his family, this is a genetic thing. Because his
0: father... (laughs) It's a genetic trait.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a genetic trait. Your dad does the same thing. And I'll hear the same little spat going on that we will have. And here's one thing that your father has consistently said through the years, and the man is not wrong. He would say there are more important things in life than being fast. Yeah, And there is truth to that. There is truth to that. But regardless, you being slow drives me a little batty, drives me a little nuts.
0: <laughs> well, you know, if we're looking for, like, you know, to amp this up a little tit for tat, um, you know, if that's what you're hoping to do, no, actually, you know, that actually, I gotta say, that's that's probably or the fact that you get irritated at me for going slow, um, you know, that's
1: <laughs> I do, I do.
0: <laughs> There's, and that, we're uh,
1: not condoning this stuff here. We're gonna get no, to that, yeah, we're but just, we're just being real but and like, honest. Okay, here. I
0: might be a little more, uh, more. Um, what's the word? I'm looking for saver. I'm a saver, mm-hmm. you know, as far as like ice cream or all, oh my all that. And so, you know,
1: pancakes. It,
0: oh, pancakes. They
1: have to be perfectly stacked. They have to be perfectly drizzled. Well, and i like cut to get the in like butter and oh, the syrup kind word. of all around. You we know, we are so, legit know. done with the entire family breakfast, and this man is just but, now applying his service. So, so I like to be
0: a saver, so I know that probably you know <laughs> that that's part of that that stand or slow kind of thing. But you know the fact that, that you like get irritated at that. It's like look, I I like how what I like. You know, I like my pancakes. Like I like my pancakes, <laughs> like I like my pancakes. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Shh, living my life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're doing too many reels. So there are definitely, we are just like you guys, you know. It's like we have the same issues. We have the same little spats. We have the same things. And ideally, we're farther along than a lot of our listeners because we've applied so much of the stuff and we have the training. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but <laughs> we, we, we like to joke around. It's like, as I guess we still argue. We just know why the other person's upset. And so it makes it easier for us to resolve the issues yes, faster. Yes, we resolve
1: it faster. But we still, we're still both human. Mm-hmm. And so we want to give you a couple ways because you are married to somebody with flaws and you already know that. Surprise. And sometimes those flaws can truly drive us nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we want to change. Change that because that's not how it should be. We shouldn't be getting upset with each other all the time about things. And so, one of the questions, and this is a little bit, a little difficult one to chew on here, Mm. but you want to ask yourself when it comes to your spouse's flaws or what you deem as flaws or annoyances. It's what can I learn about myself? Ouch. So what can I learn about me mm-hmm. from the things that frustrate me about you?
0: Oh yeah, well you know in Matthew 7, um, verses th- uh, three through five, Jesus is saying you know talking about why are you so worried about the speck in your neighbor's eye when you have a mm. plank in your own? Right. And that that term speck is of the same material. Yes. Right. So why why is that bothering you when you're not even addressing your? And then he comes about you know it's a hypocrite and all that kind of stuff <laughs> about taking care He's of your a own deeper, plank. Yeah. But sure. That, that, but that's a great, valid question. What does it say about us when we're bothered so much by somebody else's right. thing? It's that that's saying something, there's something about you I don't like about myself.
1: Right. And I look at, you know, you being slow. You know what that says about me? It reminds me of how impatient I am. Mm. It gives Mm. me something to work on about myself. You know, and one of the other things, sometimes Mm -hmm. you're not always, you don't always hear me. You're a 51-year-old man now, you know, listening skills are not as tuned in. And some of that is not your fault. That's right. And I will get really impatient when I have to repeat myself. Mm -hmm. So I will get upset with you. The tendency is to get upset for you for not listening or to get frustrated even because you can't hear me as well. But what does that tell me about myself? Once again, it tells me that I'm impatient. Mm. Again, one of those things I need to learn to look at. And so it's easier for me to go, you need to get faster. You need to listen better. But the reality is what I need is I need to get more patient. Yeah. And so that's the question. What can I learn about me from the things that frustrate me about you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think, and, and I don't want to speak for you, but I don't know if you would put this together. I think with me, like being so reactive so quickly and you naturally being a pleaser, I think if we flip that, it's like, what don't you like about my reaction? Is it kind of puts you in a position to have to be assertive. And that's something that you don't necessarily like. And so your growth area might be in, in that of like, It does. When you react like that, I can't be as passive as I want to be. Does that make sense? No, no.
0: That's 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 a good insight, and that there's a possibility. I was actually thinking more. Well, I think it has more to do with the the fact of when when you're being maybe shorter or um, or snippy, being a pleaser. I'm more concerned about I'm failing somehow. Mm. I I'm I'm not measuring up. There's something that I'm lacking in. So it's on my own personal. Right, insecurities that are flaring up versus me going, hey, look, I'm okay. I didn't do anything wrong. I can I can be okay when you're not okay or when it feels like. we are not okay
1: right and so what if we took those times we were annoyed with one another mm-hmm. and went hey what's this saying about me cuz this is oh, speaking yeah. volumes about me we don't want to miss those moments Mm-mm. we don't want to miss that and here's another thing with when it comes to your spouse's flaws or annoyances is you want to pay attention what are the gifts that go along with that annoying trait. You know, you spoke on this a little bit. It was a gift when we were dating. Yeah, yeah. But but it becomes not a gift you want. It becomes a return or a regift when we get married. And you you know, there's a lot of let's say we have like a messy spouse. You've got somebody who isn't as clean and they're a little more messy and chaotic. I guarantee you that person is more spontaneous and fun. Mm-hmm. And those are great. Less structure, attributes.
0: able to, to right. let loose a lot easier.
1: Right. And people who are always late. That's a big one. I think that's a big one for a lot of couples. Could it be that the person who's always late is because they're savoring the moment, mm-hmm. because they're mm-hmm. getting caught up in a phone conversation they're on, they're talking to someone, they're, you know, just living life in the moment as opposed to always rushing ahead just to stay on? On a schedule. Right. That can be a beautiful thing. Yeah, now absolutely. all of these things can have like, okay, no, that's great, but we legit have to be on time because it's respectful. <laughs> yeah. You know, so don't don't miss that. Yeah, We're not balance. just excusing all mm-hmm. of these things. You can have the clean freaks. You know, always picking up. Don't they make the pa- the partner's life more easier?
0: Oh, yeah, sure. it's a little clearer heads. It's a little less chaotic around the house. But you know there is that that balance too. If they're cleaning up while you're still sitting around trying mm-hmm. to talk, well, then that's disruptive. then people don't feel comfortable, right. So right, yeah, so how do you balance that out? How do you see the gifts in it and be able to, you know it could be that's their love language. It's right. acts of service. And they're trying to say, hey, look, I want you all to have your time. And I'm just going to love you all by cleaning up so you can right. relax.
1: And that's where you may need with things like that. You may need to go back and listen to some of our communication series, oh, true. you know, and do that because some some of these things can be problems that do need resolution. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about just the general annoyances, keeping in mind that these annoyances, these flaws that your spouse has. They do come with gifts. Mm-hmm. They come with gifts. And we also need to change our perspectives. Yeah. When we, it comes to our our, our spouse's absolutely. flaws. We right? need to
0: see it differently. Don't people don't need to be how we are. In fact, that's mm-hmm. why we married them, because they're not like us. Right.
1: So they're not some of these things we're getting annoyed with, we think they're wrong. Mm-hmm. We think they should do them differently, but that's not always the truth. They're not always wrong. And sometimes our reaction is way out of proportion to how big their flaw or the annoying thing they're doing is. Because what can happen, and I know, and this is where my snippiness comes from, is your flaws, or what I deem as your flaws, can be a trigger. Mm -hmm. They can be a trigger. It's kind of like if you're somebody who's perpetually late, and I was raised in a family where I was the kid, the last one, and the teacher had to stay after with me because Mm -hmm. all the parents had picked up. There are things that can trigger where late for me, might equal disappointment. I'm disappointing others. I'm inconveniencing mm. others. It might equal embarrassment. And so there are automatic triggers that can come with our reactions. And so that's why it's important we look at ourselves to focus more on our reaction than on our spouse's flaw
0: right exactly and sometimes it's hard to actually look at our flaws but <laughs> all, heard, the <laughs> all the time all <laughs> the time because because it does take some humility in that but james 4 6 says God opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble right so you know mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of benefit to being humble yeah we get this extra grace and don't we all want more grace
1: yeah because if I'm focused on your flaws only I'm going to be limiting myself on grace mm-hmm. on God's grace but when I go okay what you're doing is really annoying me but where's my ownership then God's going here's some grace for that yeah heres some grace for handling that thing that's annoying you yeah
0: here's grace for you and mm-hmm. for them and as well as you know even Ephesians 4 2 with all humility and gentleness with patience bearing with one another in love yeah guys this is formulaic this is this is ways mm-hmm. to have better marriages it's very clear that God's saying do this and it works better
1: right and to wrap all this up we also need to be grateful mm-hmm. we need to be grateful for one another Ephesians 5 20 says always giving thanks to God the father for everything mm-hmm. Every everything, Everything, your spouse's flaws, their quirks, the things that annoy you, that's part of that everything. So always give thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. For the believer, gratefulness is a way of life. Hmm. It's something we're always to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so easy in married life to point fingers and to accuse and to get them to change the behavior that's frustrating you. But where God's saying he shows up at is you bear with them. Yeah. You love them. You forgive them. You be humble. You worry about yourself. <laughs> worry about yourself and you be grateful because when we're being grateful for our spouse, we're also being grateful for the goodness of God. Mm. Mm -hmm. because God made that spouse you're frustrated with. And gifted
0: them to you.
1: Yes. And so we want to take all these flaws and all these annoyances and really shift it back on ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yes, there are some things that maybe need some changing. Oh, yeah. But we're responsible for our reactions and sometimes the best way for those changes to come is to take personal ownership of your reactions, Mm -hmm. of how you're handling them. And so as we wrap up this episode, we want you to sit back and evaluate a couple of things. We want you to think about about the two biggest annoyances that you have for your spouse. Get those in the front of your mind and then we want you to look for the gift. What are the gifts in those flaws or in those annoyances? Then look for the lesson. What can their flaws teach me about myself and then list out your gratefulness for your spouse mm. and that's what we want you to do after this episode and going forward if you've got topics you want us to talk about struggles and marriages whatever's on your mind send us a dm over on instagram or send us an email because we want to keep bringing you what's going to help you
0: enjoy the journey